listening to the Banana Bus Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Banana Bus Podcast um, for another episode. Obviously, well, that's why you're here. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, also welcome to my lovely host, Luke. Luke, how are we? <laughs> You know when I said let's record the cringy intro, that was literally cringe. <laughs> that was cringy intro. Um, for the people that obviously you don't see this, his face was brilliant. He was so close <laughs> to the mic as well. Then um, he had a real like serial killer face going on. So it was good. It was good. No, I- I'm good. How about you? Yeah, good. I had some holidays. So I've been I've been chilling. Oh, Went back to the shop, which is work, work, absolute chaos, and then just log off, and then here we are. So nice, nice. What about well, you? You you pretty I played, active. I, I was yeah. I played some people. I um I did some commentary on the student cup. That was quite funny actually. Um, there was one funny moment right. So there was like two. I think it was Loughborough two and like Southampton Savages, and they both flipped the field right. So they're both close to each other's bunkers, mm-hmm. and one of the Loughborough players right. Um, and the only reason I re- recognise who he is is because he was borrowing my pack. Uh, he ran for the buzzer, so the Savages guy ran for the buzzer as well. The Loughborough guy missed it because his trousers fell down, which caused him <laughs> to fall over, full scorpion himself. It's brilliant. But I thought, okay, yeah, he'll learn from this. No, the guy's still, his trousers are still falling down for the rest of the day. He's like on the start gate, and like Leon's like trying to tell him, like, your trousers are falling down again, <laughs> you know? Um, so it was, it was entertaining. That is um, iconic. Yeah, I think I think AD said he was going to go through the footage and sort of find it because AD's part of the Loughborough um, Uni. So, mm. yeah, um, I think University of Manchester won, which oh, consisted nice. of like, um, I think it was like Josh from Firm, like Nathan from Trash Pandas. They actually go to Manchester? I swear Nathan goes to like Aberystwyth. I don't know. Oh, fair. guess I'll find um, out. But they had like some new players as well, so they were trying to push yeah, the new players to sort of um, like get more involved, which was really cool. And then uh, Sunday, I went and played the three man up at Skirmish Nottingham, the final round of the three man. Good fun, good weather. Uh, it's still a bit cold up there, but you know, midsummer it could be cold up there. Um, snow on the ground, sort of thing. Um, yeah, we we managed to pull a second. We lost. It's a. Uh, I think we we lost off. First game in the morning to the Rushers because the Rushers turned up, which was quite cool. It was good, cool to see. Yeah, wow. yeah, a bit far, a bit far up north for them. They were way out of their comfort zone. Um, but no, they they turned up. They took first um, in in B in Group B, and then Group A. I think Calvin's lot took first. Yeah, Calvin's lot took first. So yeah, it was a good day. Wait, what? 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 I don't get why they did Group Group A, Group B stuff. I don't know. The amount of teams, just scheduling. I, th- I think, yeah, I think for scheduling purposes, there's probably a lot of teams, you know, it's all so round it's, robin. So basically someone, lot, won, so. someone won half of the skirmish free man and the other, other people won half half of it as well. I think so. I think so. Cool. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure once Wallace gets on the show here, explain it. Um, yeah. But Wallace isn't on the show at the moment. <laughs> but we do have um, a kind of legendary figure in the in the game um his name is he's he's kind of like a national painful treasure in the uk yeah and it's it's the one and only mr twiz 
Mark Dale. How are you? I'm very well, thanks for asking. And your damn fine selves? I'm good. Oh, you know what? I'm yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Tired, um, but good. I'm always tired. It's just something that I did. I am always, you know. Um, but anyway, it's it's. Um, I don't say the tiredness. Listen, listen. The tiredness gets worse as you get older. Trust me. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think I've hit it early then. Um, well, I, d- I say early, but I'm I'm 32 this year, so it's it's creeping up quite quickly. I think. <laughs> Thirty-two, <laughs> young pup, young pup, Six, 60 this year. Oh my god! But you yeah. know, like a day over twenty-five twist. Don't you start? I can say that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Lines, <laughs> lines, take the lines away. It's fine. Not so bad then. You know, but yeah. You can get some Botox to get rid yeah. of the Botox. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, well, I think it's been a long time coming uh, um, to get you on the show. Really, I know. Um, I've been meaning to message you quite a quite a long time ago really but um yeah it's been one of them and well, then, the, uh, thing is, have, the thing is yeah because i've messaged you about 25 times you haven't you haven't answered apart when i messaged you about half six in the morning then you suddenly message me you return right. the message back so right there's i always say there's a three week uh three business week return on any message that i get sent um anything over that time it, it it's disappeared to the archives you know three weeks jesus you're yeah, not a CEO, I, I, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you run a niche podcast you don't have that many messages oh do you want to look <laughs> <laughs> no i'm joking there's, there's about two <laughs> twist is one of them <laughs> but no um well thank you for um giving us your time it's uh i can't wait for this episode because uh you are kind of like a national treasure in paintball especially in the uk and um even in the US, people, you know, obviously the US players know you. There's like, it's crazy. Your name sort of has traveled through paintball in many directions. And it's, it's wonderful <laughs> to see because, um, like you said, it's, it's, it's cool to know you. Um, one, it's cool to have played on the same sort of team as you with the Tigers. Um, but two, also, you're just kind of a nice guy in paintball and always there for any new players that are trying to get into it and yeah you just you're just a national treasure mate yeah that's what um uh, mike says from from gi it's called a national treasure but listen i just love i love i love the game i love sport and uh anybody um you know i've all the time anybody that wants to to progress you know whether you're, you're a starter or or as pro level years ago i mean i don't really teach kind of pro players these days because they can teach me a thing or two you know, but uh, yeah, I, I just if anyone wants to have any any hands, I'm always there to you know. Don't be scared to give me a shout. You know, all all free of charge. I'm not saying I start charging. That's no, all all my information and whatever else is all free for anybody. So yeah, it's all good. Do you do you know what the weird thing? Uh, I I was going like a, down a bit of a nostalgic uh, rabbit hole the other week, and I was talking to a few guys from um, the team that I first started playing for, the Dorset Devils, and. It was the very first mayhem that I went to ever ever went to, and I think it was, I want to say 2017. You were there, and you were doing sup air classes free of charge, and the Dorset Devils all arrived, and we literally started by holding markers. That was it. You got us all to line up and hold our markers, and then you kind of come down and like tweaked all of our like how it should be in the shoulder and stuff like that. 
And I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> and um, I was talking to, I was literally just talking to one of my friends that used to play on that team. And it was like, wow, like, it's how it's weird how long I've known you, but like you, oh man, you're just oh, full of knowledge. An old git full of knowledge, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, the only thing about getting old is you get obviously you get you get so well two things in fact you get knowledge and you get more money. Um, <laughs> by the time you get to my my age, you've got plenty of money, but you're too old to actually do anything with it. You know, so. <laughs> So yeah, so I do. I do feel sorry for you, for you youngsters that uh, you know that you know, find it hard to to do things, um, especially these days. You know, so yeah. Well, where did it all sort of start for you then? Um, well, again, like everybody else, you know, uh, I worked for a company called Marriotts who put the catering on the aircraft at Gatwick, and there was basically like two units um, about two miles away from each other, and basically just on the on the notice board. Who wants to play payment against the management? So I thought, oh, that's a good idea. Let's uh, let's have a go with that. <laughs> and so basically, the, the day got organised. Um, now, back in the day, then most paintball sites or all paintball sites are actually run by players that were actually on paintball teams. All right, okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so basically, I the site I went to had did uh, Dean, Rafe, Bart Farmer. Um, all those guys um, that so have played. So we went there, had a go, really enjoyed it, uh, come back a few times. Um, then the guy said, look, you know, you're pretty regular. Look, there's, there's some tournaments going on. Um, so, you know, I've looked into these magazines. So I looked at the magazines uh, after about a year or so. We thought, thought I'll tell you what, should we uh, enter a tournament? Um, and what we do, as, we, as we, most of us worked in the pastry department, we're going to call it the cookie crew. <laughs> so, we, so we thought right if we get a flag we'll have a cookie in the uh in the base camp um so that is what we've done and um we had a quite good tournament we actually won it which is quite good i've still got the, so, still, it's a 15 man by the way 15 man pump gun jesus wild uh, co2 <laughs> so i had like i like the the uh the mexican we're like the, the two bits down. Oh here, right, all, yeah, all okay. Twelve grams, yeah, like Mexican gringo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so f- f- fifteen man, it was. Um, we won that tournament, uh, and basically, um, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. The other guys didn't like it so much, even though we won. So I thought, I'll tell you what, I'm going to carry on playing. So that's how it all started for me. Um, but that was over like a four year. It sounds quick, but I was actually over a four year period. I started playing in '86 as my first walk on i say first wow. um, day rec day and my first tournament was done uh, it was 1990 so four years to actually get from playing a uh, rec ball to uh to tournaments jesus that was two years before i was born that was a lot of years for my before i was born now. thank you very much well, that's how the cookie crumbled <laughs> yes is that anything related to tea and biscuits does that does, or do you not think about it that way no no to be fair i'm the world i'm the world's worst for um for eating sweet stuff i eat Tons of biscuits, crisps, chocolates, all that sort of uh, rubbish. I have about four packets of biscuits a week um, oh, and still wow. do now. Um, yeah, I can't help it. I just can't help it. So that's where they come about. James said, well, yeah, well, let's just call it tea and biscuits because every time I spoke to him on the 
on the phone, I'll be eating biscuits with my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's all come about. I'm just it's, uh, it's a freak. It's mm. to be honest, it's a classic um, British sort of uh, pastime, isn't it? Tea and biscuits. If you if you've got a cup of tea, tea uh, biscuits just go hand in hand, don't they? So it's um... it is. But the thing is, I have about fifteen cups of tea a day, so um, that's a, that's a, that's a problem. And I, I, that's no that's no that's no BS. I do actually eat, I do drink fifteen cups of tea a day. Oh my god, Jesus! I thought yeah, I was yeah. bad because I'm on the road all the time. But yeah, that's mad. Fair well, place. How does how does your bladder cope? Uh, well, not for my age, it's not too bad actually, mate. To be fair, um, <laughs> it's like going to the pub, isn't it? You go to the pub, start drinking, um, you think I want to go for a for, to loo, you don't go, and you're fine. Once you go, you break yeah, the seal, yeah. and then oh my yeah, god, no! It. So, once yeah. that seal is cracked, that's it. It's, 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 it's like the waterworks, isn't it? It just keeps going. You, you got it, man. You got it. You got it. So, so, yeah. you come back, you have a sip of your pint. Oh, I gotta go back again. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's it, yeah. With me, I have another cup of tea, and then I'll go want to go again. But yeah, because I down, I down a cup of tea and a biscuit in about uh, a minute and a half. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. That first yeah, yeah. of all, get the stats out there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a biscuit, minute and a half of pint time. No, honestly, honestly, that, that might be the might be the maximum time I can drink, drink it faster than that with with biscuits. So, I reckon we yeah. need to get um. A- tea and biscuit eating drinking contest and um see if anyone can beat you uh i'd say i'd say no <laughs> I can the challenges out there the challenges out there now that's it yeah you wait everyone's gonna stop training for paintball and just train for this moment just to yeah. beat to his <laughs> well maybe we should have that competition at uh at uh um, the mayhem event that's uh, um yeah big guy oh ecpl yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I have they have free tea and coffee, so we can drink ourselves. Oh no, 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 no! It's changed. It's changed. What? You've got to pay for it now. What? Yeah, yeah. I went there uh, when I was at last when we trained the other week, Henry. What? You got to pay for it now? Yeah, you, you, they built a little room and they put the vending machines in the little room now, and there's a proper tea machine, not just a kettle like a, a hot water and anymore. It's a, a proper coffee oh, tea machine, and you got to pay for it. Oh, did not spot that. Oh dear. Nah, see, I'll, see. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be having words. <laughs> right. No, what? I'll just bring, I'll just bring a kettle. I'll bring two kettles and run tea bags. It's fine. Exactly it's right. Exactly um, right. Big gallons of water with yourself, like sort of dragging it up. <laughs> God, the economy. Right. Anyway, yeah, let's move yeah. on. Um, yeah, we digress. What was Sorry, after yes. the cookie gang, cookie crew? Cookie crew gang. Well, yeah. So basically, uh, on actually the same, the same, the same year. Uh, that was probably about March time, that event. And then um, basically I did a few walk-ons, a few Tigers players, uh, Mayhem Tigers, as you, know, as, you, as you guys know about. And then pretty much um, Adrian Saunders um, said, look, tell you what, do you fancy coming and playing for, for us? We've got a, um, a second team. So, so I said, okay, fine, no problem. Play for them for a, a couple of months. And they said, right, got to about September. They said, "What well, we're going to go to um, Nashville, Tennessee, in November." She fancy coming? Oh, what? And I said, "Yes, please." <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah, a so... wild story. That's a that's a, a wild few months. <laughs> I know, yeah, crazy, isn't it? Crazy. So yeah, I pretty much went with like um, uh, Adrian's. It's a picture actually, just floating about. That was from that event. 
Um, yeah, so Steve Baldwin, Adrian Saunders, if you guys rest of you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. Um, so yeah, and uh, I actually had hair down to about uh, about here, which shoulder length. <laughs> used to used to curl up, and there was a couple of guys used to say, oh, "Look, here comes Twizzly bits." So <laughs> Twizzly bits become Twizzle become Twizz. So that's how I got my name in 1990. I, I was Twizzle. literally going to say, "How did the um, the nickname Twizz come about?" But you just yeah. answered that question. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That that was it, mate. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I went went over to Nashville, and uh, um, again, obviously. Um, uh, pump gun in the woods. There was actually uh, a, a hay bale field, and I've got a picture which I'll show you the next time I see you. I'll bring it along and show you uh, of me with my with my locks um, <laughs> on the Nashville. I actually, got, I've actually saw I actually saw the hat line um, Jim Library um, SI line SI Masters um, tournament. It was so yeah. That's mad. So, so uh, and, I really uh, enjoyed that. And what was the sort of teams that were out there at that time? Uh, to be fair, a lot of teams that you, um, I think I'm, I'm in route there. Um, you know, obviously no I men, um, yeah. all Americans yeah. were there, but apart from that, I don't think you'd know a lot of teams to be honest with you. Um, so I think they've all like pretty much disbanded now. Um, I would imagine there's still a few players like knocking about and stuff on, on there, but they were all sort of. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. Cause I met, um, I met, um, Billy and Adam, Billy and Adam Gardner over there. As, as oh well. right, that's cool. So yeah, from 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 uh, Smart Parts. Yeah, because they obviously they they did sponsor the Tigers um, uh, back in the, back in the day for that's quite a number, number of years. So yeah, um, I can't. Uh, to be fair, it's such a time ago. I can't actually remember how how we got on. To be fair, we might have, <laughs> won, we might have won a couple of games. Um, maybe it might be a bit more than that actually, but we did all right. You know, our, my, my my first venture abroad, which That's I mean, crazy. Really, got my, really got my juices flowing for, for having some more. So, after that event, what? Um, well, firstly, what happened after that event? Sort of, did you come back and then? Because paintball was different back then, wasn't it? It was. It was different. Well, the thing was right. First of all, most most tournaments. Um, well, like the one I played in at uh, a campaign, which just wasn't actually prize money, but mainly most big tournaments you had prize money in. Okay. Uh, so um, obviously that uh, the UK predators weren't they weren't there then, but they were obviously an English a UK a UK team that was playing um, not actually in America at that time, but so a year after they did. So they they were about. Uh, so so when they come back. Um, the guys, you know, play pretty well, and they said, "Look, tell you what, do you fancy uh, captain in the the and uh, um, the second team?" Mm-hmm. So, fine, okay, I'll do that. So, from from nineteen from nineteen ninety one, I was captain of the uh, of the Mayhem Tigers Young Gun, as it was as it was called then, because I was young, obviously back in back in them days. <laughs> so before we say before we say anything at all, <laughs> so that was so that was uh, that that was good. Um, I did actually get asked about a month. Probably been about uh, March time. Did I want to play another tournament uh, in America? Um, and I thought, oh, let's do this. I'll play that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was um, it was uh, in New York. Oh uh, wow, Newburgh, Newburgh, New York, for a team called t- Team Highlanders, obviously from 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 Scotland. <laughs> so uh, I went out with them and uh, and uh, and played that. And that's when uh, the actual fact there was. Two other UK teams, Bad Company and UK Predators, were out there as well. So uh, I went out with uh, went out with the Preds uh, and come back with the with the, with the Predators. 
And what and sort we, of? We, we, we won our we won our first game, and that was the only game we won. <laughs> <laughs> and what was that sort of paintball? Was it like still fifteen man or ten man or? It was it was, it was ten man. Yeah, ten man. I was still still um, a pump gun at, at the time. So, uh, but you had these things called uh, you might have heard of it called uh, um, a six pack, where they have like these um, the, the six CO two canis- uh, little canisters in one magazine. I have heard of it. I've never seen one. Um, Wait, you put six canisters in one? Yeah, it goes like a... Like a, it's like a but, but how does it break? Does it break them about, one by one? About that big. You put one, two, three, four, five, six in. And then when you like... You'd like this little lever. Lever like that. And it shoots out. And then it, the oh. other one goes up. Back in. It, it's, uh, it goes straight into the... into The um, the air goes from the, from the canister into the gun. I think that's just war. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like a proper yeah, gun, are, isn't there it? Are yeah. still, there are still some about actual facts, so 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 I hear. But yeah, the, yeah. So that was there are a lot of guys were using them. Obviously, a lot rather than going, I'm doing it. Take it out. Yeah, out, fair. Put it back in again. You know. So, so exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was yeah. obviously a lot a lot easier. But there was one thing when I did my I was doing one of my um, walk on days. There was um, uh, Rafe Farmer. We basically like when that site was we was going to with the guys, um, what he was doing was say, like, it's gonna be all you guys against against the refs. And there were six of us against Rafe, and it was he was hiding behind this beyond his tree, and we knew he was there. So well, we'll just keep on firing at him, he'll, at some point it will go and get him. And then what he done was he let a little bit of air out of his out of his canister. Right, right, okay, let's go, let's just let's go. He's out of air. All run up, and he shot all of us out. One go, bang, 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 bang. Because just a little bit of air <laughs> out. So he thing. made it. So it made it sound like there was. Yeah, yeah, he had a leak or like no. no that's so he, correct. You, yeah, but always oh double. Because then we get so used to un- undo it, take it out, put one new one in, and then mm-hmm. do it up again. So he just let a little bit, of, little bit of air out. Tactics. Oh I like God. that. Yeah. That's Sneaky cool. tactics. That yeah. is right. Yeah, that's yeah. thinking yeah. outside of the box. Sure, you can't yeah. beat them all at the same time or make them think that you're down. Exactly, that's right, mate. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so um yeah, so Newburgh, New York was, was really good. Um the Predators did pretty well, in fact. I can't think where they come, but I know that um when they was playing this American team, it was like quite quite uh, um what's I'm looking for, quite um raw because uh, all the Amer- American guys were going USA, 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 we <laughs> were going UK, UK, UK. <laughs> Uh, when the Preds were playing playing against his team, and uh, uh, the Preds won 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 that game, so they was like quite quite annoyed and peed Ooh, off about it. Quite bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in fact, obviously, in the day, the Preds were were at the nineties. They really were the top team. I think they actually won. I think it was thirty six tournaments without losing a game. Wow, what thirty six? Yeah, yeah. That's a record. Yeah, yeah. That has yeah, to be like. A... Don't forget, so each tournament you might play about eight or nine games in each tournament. That's yeah. crazy. Yes, that's a stat and a half. That one, and a lot of those tournaments, um, there was prize money in, so they had lots of money. Lots of money. In fact, when I when I joined them about ninety six, I would say they had about ninety five grand in their bank account. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Mm. Yes, yeah. So when I played with them for about three years, it was like literally totally, totally free paintball trips to America, all free. You know, dinners all free. You know, that's oh, yeah, that's like a dream. 
That is like know, yeah. our dream right now. Like, I'd love to play for free. <laughs> I think everyone would love to play for free. I know, free. yeah, I know, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, team, the team credit card dream could still happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could still happen. <laughs> we always joke that we've got the team credit card. We're going away, it's just like... <laughs> You well, know. I mean, the thing is, it's like it's misconception that like, these are American American uh, pro players get things for free. Obviously, they get wages, but don't forget, there is someone that's backing that that team. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like a paint company saying, "What well, you have all the paint free scenario." It's yeah. not like that. You know, there is someone they, behind, they've, behind them. They've got um, quite rich. Well, uh, they've got wealthier people behind the teams that run fund and everything like you look at like Houston Heat and like Impact like Barton yeah, Randy gen- Smith like generous just... generous passionate people that want to do it yeah so. I know um, yeah exactly that's crazy though like mm. 36 tournaments without losing a game yes exactly yeah so when you when you uh, when you turn up to the tournament and you look at the draw and you think oh I've got, I've got, I've got the Preds you know, you just like you just your heart went down. It's like, oh my god, that's right, we're going to be beaten. So you was pretty much beaten before you actually played them, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> you know. And what um, sort of you said about you joined the Preds in '96. Well, I, well, I, I yeah, my my memory is like pretty terrible on what I did, <laughs> but but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So well, to come back to with the Tigers, I mean, I had like about four or five Tigers. Five years with the Tigers, doing doing pretty well, and I got promoted into the into the first team. <clears throat> after a couple of years, after getting was like this league called the um um I can't remember what the league was called now, but it was a, a ten man ten man ten man league, and there was yeah. like uh, four divisions down south, four divisions up north, and mm-hmm. I managed to get the uh, the Tigers young gun from like division four into division one in in consecutive seasons. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, which cool. was uh, which was which is pretty good. And then obviously the Preds said, look, you know, to be fair, I mean, the, the Preds like were, they weren't on the way down, but they were losing a few few more tournaments than they usually lose. And uh, I think they just want a bit more of a um, a passionate person to play. Something a bit different. So they said, like, you know, choose you fancy kind of play for us. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's, let's, let's do that. So um, just let the Tigers went to Preds. And after about, so I'd say about three months I wasn't overly happy because they were quite so I don't know because I've been together for, same, together for a while and uh, I've been with the Tigers for a while I've done it I was quite overly happy playing leaving the Tigers for them yeah because even my, my wife said to me look you know you're not happy are you why don't you go back I said well no I'll leave it a bit longer and uh, and see how it goes um, but I think like because the Preds have been on top for a number of years they're a little bit complacent and I thought well okay my me coming on playing with the Preds I'll, I'll be the one that gets them back on top and uh, I remember one time at Sick Up, um, we lost the game, and I was quite angry and chatting to the players and grabbing my, the Predator badge, saying, "Look, this means a lot to me. You know, the Predator badge playing. I've left, left the Tigers playing to play for you. You guys are fuck arsing about." Excuse my friend. Yeah, that's um, alright. No quite, problem. Quite, um, you know, usually I'm quite passionate whatever I do, um, and I was quite annoyed with them. But it's what it is, mate. It's what it is, isn't it? It's what it is. That's you, you know, you like that because you love the game. You love. What it means to you and everything else like that, like like you, you touched on the passion, is is definitely there and and you do see players that are very passionate. They their emotions do go in like these these high end or high high level tournaments and stuff like that. But it's not. I don't look at it as like a a weakness or anything like that. I just think fair play to you because 
it's nice to have that passion. The thing is, mate, is that everyone knows me and knows that I will shout and scream. I don't care what size <laughs> of person you are, I will scream and shout at you. And then once that's finished, I'll be the first to go over and say, look, I was a bit of an arsehole. You know, <laughs> because I just want to, I just want to win at all costs. You know, yeah. and I think I think that's from from uh, playing against American American players, American teams, because they. Um, I mean, I wish I was. I wish I lived in America because the way they look look at um, sports, all sorts of sports, is like win at all cost scenario. Yeah, um, and that was definitely what I what I want, what I am. Even now at uh, at sixty, when I'm playing football, I get frustrated. I do kick people when they go past me. Um, because I just want to win and I'm getting old now. I'm more frustrated that I can't do what things I used to be able to do. That's just part of our life, isn't it, really? That's just part of our life. But, but it's yeah. like you said, it's it's nice because if I if I was to look at anyone with that sort of passion, I want to go out and I want to win the next point just because for them. Like because it's like, okay, these guys, you know, it means a lot. And it means a lot to me. Um, I just don't really show my emotions as much. Um but then it's just like, okay, well, I can see that person really wants this. I want it now. Like, let's go get it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's quite funny because well, the thing is, me is a lot, a lot of over the years, a lot of teams say, look, team, what? Let's get twizzing because uh, he's, he's so he's so passionate. You know, we we want we want his like uh, his his passion. It, it it breeds life into everybody else around him. You know, because he won't take no shit. Yeah, if you're not doing if you're not doing your stuff, then you either fuck off or you train a bit harder. You know that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, uh, love, love the passion. Well, I think you've got you've got to have that. I mean, well, the thing is, everyone shows it different ways, don't they? I show mine out, you know, um, so everyone can see. I might make myself a little bit of a stupid idiot at times, but that's just the way. Way if you don't like it, then 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 they're tough, pretty much, you know. But uh, I remember uh, even like Dave Stewart, who's a big big guy, big. Like um musty guy, and you may know Dave Stewart, you may not know him, but he's really big and strong. And uh one time in training he was like uh he cheated against me and wiped. So uh I went up to him and called him all the names under the sun. And uh, <laughs> he was giving me grief back and I got the bottle and I just like just went to to hit him with the with the gun and just give his head with the with the bottle. And uh they took him over it was about six guys holding him back. And I'm thinking, Oh shit, what have I done? He said, I'll get you, Twizzle, I'll get you, I'll go get you. Um, because again, back in back in the early nineties, um, what people did was they'd have fights. Um, if you if you cheat against someone, they'd have like when the tournament's finished, they'd like fight around the around the back of the safe zone in the car. Park. <laughs> How no, many scratches no, did you get into? There's no mess. Oh dear, too many, mate, too many. Honestly, <laughs> low, mate, you know, it's, it's a time where everyone just like attacks each other. I remember um at World Cup. Um, I was with the with the Predators, uh, and basically we was playing a so playing the World Cup, and what happened was me and when the in the prelims, me and Dave, me and um, uh, Dave, um, Dave Spittle, we said, look, let's this is find what we need to do um, tomorrow to get us through to the final. So we broke into it's an NPPL event. We broke into the uh, into the save zone, try to look at look at the scoreboard. For well, okay, if we do this, we can we can get this division. But we actually buggered up. We uh, we won the game. We needed, needed. We thought we needed to win, even if we could have lost it. We won, and we ended up being uh, in the semi-final semi-finals against like teams of four. So we had like it was us, Iron Men, Aftershock, and non-wrecking crew. 
And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. And then we so we played we played uh, Iron Man the first game, got flagging transit against those guys. Then played Aftershock, and believe it or not, a guy called Pete Robinson played for um, Aftershock. And basically, it was it ended up being a one on one with uh, two obviously um, Sid Spittle, um, who was about fifty at the time, against Pete Robinson, um, and uh, they had a bit of a scrap because. Uh, Sid won, but uh, Peter obviously said, "No, you f off, you 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 cheat. It's, it's all paint down your barrel. I shot you in down the barrel. It's all yellow paint down the barrel." He's going, well, "Hold on a minute." He said, "One." I said, "I'm shooting paint. It's got yellow fill in it." He's talking, <laughs> and another big scrap. Another big scrap. Ha- scrap happened then, uh, just off the field, and then um, so all we had to do, pretty much, right? Nine reckon crew already out, so we said to nine reckon crew, "We said, look, we need to uh, to, to beat you." To, uh, to get through at the finals, said so. Uh, do you fancy rolling for us? And a couple of guys said yes. Some of the guys said no. So said, what we do, right? Whatever prize money we win, we'll give you half of the prize money. Hmm. So the person said, yeah, okay, we'll do it. We'll roll for you. So we went out thinking they're going to roll for us. They didn't roll. They ended up drawing the game. We get we get knocked out by two points uh, oh. to make in the make in the finals. And then. Um, Someone said to, uh, I, think it, I think it might have been Dave Guile. Someone said, look, he said, they're laughing at us. They're taking the piss out of us. Okay, right, yeah, I'm going to get him. So a guy called Ashley from Nine Wrecking Crew was like, taking the first point in. So uh, one of our guys got the chair and he like, bang, the back of his head, knocked him knocked him out. And a big, big scrap. And Jerry Vaughan going, no, guys, guys, you can't do this, can't do this. You know, in my worst American accent. <laughs> Um, and another like big brawl just happened, you know, big just a big massive fight, you know, twenty guys fighting amongst each other, you know, for about five minutes. Uh, That's wild. So yeah, so these things did happen back in back in those days. Um, obviously, you don't get it so much <laughs> so much now, do you? Really, these people fighting with each other because because uh, that's well, that, that scenario. The thing is, is like when a fight happens on any, well, especially on a big tournament like World Cup or anything like that, it's. It's usually in the stands for a start, and it's kind of big news. Like everyone blows it up, but like the oh, way God, you no, were wasn't it that probably... year? Was it the post-COVID was... year? Yeah, when there was like, a big there was fight like on loads. No, there was like multiple fights on multiple fields, and there was like yeah. the worst bits, like videos of people like getting bottles and like clavering each other in the head and stuff. It was really bad. Yeah, I've seen that, but like God. it's kind of not. It's it's not really a thing now in paintball fighting too much no i think I mean, it's, it's kind of not very good for the sport in the moment no. <laughs> but um yeah like but it's like other sports is like obviously people like kind of scrap on the pitch and stuff i don't really see that as as bad but like if you're going to the car park and being like you wouldn't have like two footballers going to the car park and like lamping each other probably shouldn't be the same in paintball but, I don't know what league you're playing, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the leagues <laughs> I used to play have seen that. <laughs> the thing was back in the day, of course, you've got to remember there was no like no mobile phones, no one taking photographs, no mm. you know all this stuff yeah. wasn't actually happening. Even though there was a girl called Chloe was taking photographs of, of obviously uh, on field stuff, but there was no <laughs> obviously playing in the woods all the time. There was no there was no um, no no stands as such as people watching in, in certain certain areas, you know. Yeah, there was no, there was no social media, so no one actually knew about 
the fights till next time. So, oh yeah, do you know what? Yeah, the fight the last event. That's all sort of word of mouth sort of thing. Yeah, yeah you can't get a mobile phone. Oh, yeah, this guy's having a fight. Look, he's having a fight now. <laughs> There's no mobile phones, you know. Yeah, no, nothing's so, ever private these days, is it? Everyone's got a camera, which is quite exactly scary. Right, so you don't yeah, want to say yeah, something yeah. too too badly. <laughs> no, exactly. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that. What what was that? That was World Cup, wasn't it? You said. That was a World Cup, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, not sure what year it was to be. It might have been ninety-five, something like that. I think that's crazy. How many World Cups have you played? Uh, God's grief! Like, um, I went from like 90, 91 to about, I don't know, two thousand. I'll say two thousand and three. Then I missed about six years. And then again, I've pretty much, pretty much been every year, apart from the COVID years, ever since. So quite quite a number of uh, World Cups. Wow. As you know, I said, wow. you, you know, I said, you have to come to the World Cup. Every player yeah. that plays paintball has to go to the World Cup to actually see how, how big it is. Uh, Hem, I mean, Henry's already... We, yeah, I'm going, I'm going call, this year. We're, we're calling it a business <laughs> trip. Um, Henry's desperate to get out to see, see World Cup, so... Uh... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, you, you know, you really will, you know, you just be mind, your mind's blown by, you know, obviously the amount of people, the amount of people and, uh, and trade sounds. I mean, don't forget, I mean, even 20 years ago, it was still the same, not quite as, not quite as big, but it was really big, you know, all the big names there and, and that sort of scenario and, and, and stands. So, you know, it is definitely the one to, to you can't miss in your, in your paintball, paintball life, paintball career. That's why sure. James is, James has to go. Has James not ever been? Gone? No. Oh, shit. No. Man, I didn't go last year this year. I didn't go, so yeah. He so has to go this year. No, he hasn't been. Has not been. Gonna, we'll have to peer pressure him into it. Um, he doesn't seem too bothered. He goes, oh, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I, might, I might go. So your buddy, your buddy that's, that's, that's because he's sat on so much money. He's He's thinking... You know, he's scared about spending his money. That's what it is. I, I, I always know. James has got the shortest arms and the deepest pockets. That that guy. <laughs> I totally agree with you. He's a, he's a, a, a tight C U N T. But yeah, we're peer pressure him into it. We'll do a double business trip. Well, I did say to him today, in fact, I said about World Cup. He said about how, how well the uh, Bill Joe Flex is doing. He said, All right, if you're doing very well, we can have a we can have a business trip now and, and pay pay for our yeah, flights. Exactly. He goes, mm. Why got that much money? I said, They're only about five hundred pounds each, not like twenty grand each these these, <laughs> the, these tickets. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, didn't mind about accommodation. <laughs> that's, that's not dear <laughs> not dear either out there, I don't think anyway, but, but yeah. Oh, that makes me laugh. He's got a business that brings him in money. Like, I know, yeah, yeah. That's... that's what I mean. I know. He's just like, I don't know what it's like. Mate. I'm, I'm looking at all, all my analytics and my bank account going, well, there's no money coming in here. I don't know what business I've got, <laughs> but we're, we're doing a business trip. Oh, I can't I can't work it out. But I'd say, I mean, I, I will go to World Cup until I physically can't go out there anymore, you know, um, because I just love it, love it so much. You know, see me, you know, meet me old, meet me old friends. Um over there, you know, I even seen guy, even seen guy Tim Slosher, I haven't seen for about ten years. He's about eighty years old. He was out there, you know. So it does have that that effect on yeah, on, on on players, new and old. You know that he's want to keep yeah. on continuing continuing going because just like we are part of a family, aren't we? We are a family, um, and uh, you know, I would. 
do whatever I can to, to to play paintball. You know that comes first in my in my life. Even my I've lost, I've lived with three women that have. I said, look, when I met them and said, right, look, this is what I do. If you don't like it, then we must finish it now because the, that that comes first. I moved some <laughs> of them. They said, right, well, you're not playing paintball anymore. You are. You you can't do that anymore. See ya, and I've just left, gone. Honestly, just gone. I've gone. And Twist you know, the I, dog. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you, you know, listen. You only live once, don't you? So you know, you got to. If your passion somewhere else, then it's pretty pointless staying with someone if you're not happy, are you? Are they? Exactly right, and and that's the thing is, like you said, you're very passionate about this game, and if you're not happy, then. You know, I don't think anyone should be able to tell you that you can't do something. I I know my wife is quite supportive of all of this. Um, she she moans about the the money that I spend on my flexes, um, but that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but what um, you used to do, what you used to do, Luke, you do what I do. You've got we've got she's she's got her account, I've got my account, and then there's a bill account. So we both pay money oh, to the bill account. Oh, so, I, yeah. I've got so I've got okay i've got that but then she sees the boxes coming in and she goes right how much did you spend and i'm like um, 20 quid you know they, they only cost me 20 quid you know and she's like i know you're lying <laughs> oh i keep we're fishing as she's playing but, but, but yeah I yeah yeah exactly like... that's how that's how i'm trying to that's how i'm trying to get it over she actually moaned at me earlier um because she was listening to james's episode where he said oh do you not let your wife have first dibs on the pink Oh, that's right. Um, yes, Pink JT. That. Yes. And I said, no, I get first dibs. I bought them. And she was like, how dare you say that I don't get first dibs on the pink, um, the pink JTs. And I was like, well, buy your own. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought, right, you would have like, said, right, okay, what I'll do, right. She, like, she sees the boxes. So what I'll do, I'll leave a kit bag in the bag in, in my car. Then when you get a pair, you put it in the kit bag. And you, oh, I must, oh, my kit bag's in the car. I must bring it in. That way, she doesn't see the box, does she? I would like to do that, but I'm not. I'm not that forward thinking. I always forget. I just bring the box in and and just hope that she just doesn't. You know, you know when you like walk. You know, as a kid, when you were trying to hide something from your parents, yes. you hide it down your side or something like. You walk past them and like be a bit suspicious, like this. Like mm, they haven't oh, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Except this box is a bit wider than I am, so I'm like, mm, she hasn't seen it yet. And then she goes, "What's that?" And I'm like. Nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Get like, carry on watching your TV. Yeah, I know. I was just listening. I was just saying. You know, um, no one knows. Well, I probably spent about maybe I reckon over two hundred and fifty thousand pound playing paintball. Um, that must Jesus. be. If you're not, not obviously you're talking about obviously you have got your flights, your accommodation. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> all that sort of stuff. You know, it must be way over that. I, I would say in what I've been playing since nineteen eighty six. So, yeah, um, for sure. It's a it's That's a long bad. a long time. Yeah. But, Talking uh, about World Cups. Oh, yes. Obviously, this is this is a a topic that gets brought up quite a bit. You've won World Cups, haven't you? Two, two. Yes, I have. I have. Yes. When um, when were they? With, one, one was obviously playing with like an old an old man's team. So I <laughs> played with uh, aftershock in '97. And then Fluffy Bunnies in <laughs> don't laugh cool in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> so the 
the fluffy bunnies one was like it, they started doing a, a veterans over forties thing. Okay. In the at World Cup, so uh, uh, the first one I was asked, the team said, "Look, you know, Tweez, do you want to come and play for us?" A team called Wild Bunch. And for the I played with them for like three years in a row. In come second <clears> twice and a third and a third. And then that team um, disbanded. And then uh, Richard Richard Hans from uh, Fluffy Bunny said, "Look, Tweez, do you want to come and play for us?" Okay, fine, no problem. Play play for them and uh, ended up uh, winning. Which was uh, a nice, a nice one in 2011. Which was the owner was uh, a guy called uh, Carl Bortle that um, owned Fishers. Okay. Do you know? Do you guys know who he is? Well, I know Vicious. Yeah, I know Vicious. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Who... All... Go on. Yeah, just I just know Vicious from no, obviously yeah, yeah. the PSP and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. Well, basically, um, on on the year that's on the year after when we can come second. Um, that was he decided to uh, disband Vicious, and we was all literally all having all having dinner. It was like there was about uh, twelve people on the on the Vicious table, including um, Tom Martinez, and probably about twelve again on the Fluffy Bunnies table. And we sat chatting. He said, "Right, Carl goes right. I'm now going to um, now finish uh, uh, Vicious. This is the last tournament ever." And I said, "Why is that?" He said, "Well, basically, he said I want to spend more time." Uh, with my, my grandchildren because his son played for Vicious. If okay. I've been support, I've been supporting the team for a number of years now. He said, like, and um, this year's cost me one hundred and sixty-eight thousand um, dollars. But oh yeah, for the team, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of money. He said, yeah, I know. And we got chatting. When when the meal finished, a free course meal. He said, right. He said, don't waste some pain for everybody. <laughs> I said, you, I said, you what? He said, I said, no, no, no. He said, I've got my, I've got my $50 out and put it on the table. So no, have that, mate. Have that. He said, no, I don't want it. After about 20 minutes of arguing, he didn't take it. He said, no, you have it. And he paid for everybody on the on both tables, you know. Um, he was just like that, that kind of uh, generous, generous guy. But just goes, just shows, it goes to show you, that was like probably what, 2012, 13, 14, something like that, that he pays that much money for his team for one year. I said, "How come someone money?" He said, "Well, he said, well, I've got. I, I'm paying Todd Martinez a wage." Yeah. Um, and obviously, people people want to um, when he has training, he has training at uh, in uh, in uh, Omaha. See, so would fly all the players uh, and accommodate them for coming over for a week for a weekend. So he would pay for everything for them. Of course, because so, Todd Todd was coaching, wasn't he? At that that's point, right. yeah, yeah, coaching he was, for them. He was coaching. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, mate, he was, he was. And don't forget, I mean, the most expensive tournament always has been World Cup. Yeah, you're talking still like in the in the you say in the uh, early two thousands, it was like about uh, two thousand three hundred pounds um, to to play that event. Um, so yeah, even now it's quite it's quite mega expensive. That's why when we played with Tigers years ago, we used to have like uh, ten players. Two lines of five, just to make it yeah. a lot, make it a, a little lot, bit easier, a yeah. lot cheaper, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, and then, yeah. Sorry, carry on. Oh yeah, no, just uh, yeah, just saying about how, how just how expensive you know that the, the World Cup is, and um, I always find it like the rules are so different between like the American event and the <clears> English <throat> event, or or sorry, the um, Europe events. And yeah. I think it should be the same, the, the same rules both, like limited paint. One's limited paint, one's not limited paint. Mm-hmm. And we can shout "ouch" when you're eliminated in NXL. You can't do it in Europe. What's that about? <laughs> Ouch! You know, 
That's mad. Uh, I think there you touched on a subject there with like the limited paint sort of situation, and I do understand it from a cost point of view. Um, but it do, it does make me sort of think if if just a pro bracket had unlimited paint like it does at the NXL, yeah. um, just the European pros, how much different that would make the game. Um, when you, when you look at how the Americans play compared to the Europeans, um, we've got a much faster. Well, even like a World Cup, you look at like the 15s and Tontons, how they played compared to the rest of the um, the rest of the um, pro bracket. Yes, 15s have kind of changed a little bit. Like the year previous, they were quite all out aggression. You know, Spence Tilbury was going all the way up the field, pretty much off the break, um, but this year they kind of slowed it down and, and locked zones down and, and done everything else, but they were still one of the more aggressive teams out there. Um, do you think that would change if they had unlimited paint here? Well, yeah, I think they would, they would, they would have to change, wouldn't they? Because um, no one wants, it is sometimes it's pretty boring, isn't it? Watching, watching the paint, just someone sitting there just like shooting 10 pots of paint down a you know, against stop one guy getting from A to B where, you got four pots. Obviously, you can't do that, can you? So you have to be yeah. more, a little bit more, more aggressive. But um, it's quite funny on the uh, on the paint front because, um, <clears throat> like, I'm going back in the day a little bit. But when you fight, people saying that they fire like 15 balls a second, and you think, how can I get to the corner when they're like firing ropes of paint? But you, yeah. to, you still manage to get to get through that. But coming to your question, I think um, I think just the American guys like a bit like James. They like to shoot tons of paint. Yeah, I mean, that's where it's not so much like well, you know, like the owners want it. It's the players want them to be able to shoot as much play as they, paint as they can do. Um, but I still think you know, as a sport, we should, we should be playing the same rules. I think personally, you know. Now again, when I all the changes that I've seen in paintball, like going from like fifteen man pump gun, all the changes every time it, it evolves, people always say, "Oh, it's going to spoil the game." Until they play, play. Oh yeah, it's made the game. It's made the game better. But um, I just feel when they had like was it one pot on the loader, M five hundred, that wasn't enough. And I always said then, like, no, it's, it's stupid. You want to have about four pots, will be about right. And it's that's the way it's it, it has been. The four pots. Yeah, the four pots is such a good amount for like having like a first phase when you can hold and then actually like the movement starts happening that's so, right exactly yeah exactly yeah because exactly. the two pots was just like it's just nothing isn't it that's right yeah not, not you nothing. get through that off the break though. almost <laughs> yeah. well, you, did it, you do you do you do so yeah. i think say so, that the four pots i mean i'm me being a back player not like james fires crap loads of paint but so and i've never run out of paint mm. with, with shooting with, with shooting the four pots so i think it's about the about, about the right yeah. i just think the yeah. game would be would be a lot a lot better Especially mm. the American game, how we can how can we make the game faster? How can we make the game the game quicker, more, more, more watchable? Well, having like unlimited paint, some of them games are not watchable. Yeah. When they when they're quicker, is so far I'm concerned, having less paint will make it more more watchable. Mm. Surely. Yeah, because you get to that point when like the game needs to start, like people need to start making moves quicker. That's what people usually say about it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Which, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Because when you watch like some of the good US pro games, like, yeah, the points really get interesting when it's either near the end or like it's near the end of all of their paint. Yeah, it's probably so, you have to. Yeah, you have to. You just know, no, yeah, no you see, you see someone it, sat in the can for like five, 
five minutes just railing off pod after pod after pod and it gets to like the last pod and then like, oh, right, I, I can, I better move now. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But so I think um, with the 15s, they actually learned in 2022 um, that what they'd done was slightly, was slightly, slightly wrong. Um, and last year, 2023, uh, World Cup, they did say, like, we got to slow the game down. Everyone said that. We've got to slow it down a little bit, you know. Um, so you said they might look aggressive, but the idea was to slow things down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's that, what I always talk about is the patience game. You know, you can't lose that patience game, you know. No, it's, uh, it's discipline and patience, isn't it? You, you've got to sure, be yeah, disciplined yeah. to do your job, but patient enough to be like, right, okay, I've got to stay here. Exactly. And then right. I can move. Yeah. That's right. The right. So I mean, uh, even though I've won, I've won, shed loads of things over my time. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself, and haven't been over the years, um, a great, a great player. People think, oh yeah, Twizz has won a lot. He's must be a great player. But back in the days, had like other top fifty players in in Europe or or in the UK. I was never uh, mentioned in that in the in the in the, the higher esteem. I was always like maybe the fifty first best player. But um, <laughs> And that, 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 that didn't bother me because my job was just literally was a was a back player, and that's it. I done my job well. Um, obviously, the front players get a lot of the uh, a lot of the attention, don't they? As you know, by doing yeah. them, them, them game when he moves, so it hasn't really bothered me that much um, on 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 that on that front, really. Um, but so yeah, so they just had to, to, to slow it down a little bit. Um, I thought they 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 done it done very very well. Actually, but I just thought they would win. I thought they would. I said we're going to get through. We're going to win. I thought they'd probably lose against Diesel and uh, an X Factor, and then uh, win against the other the other two teams, um, Uprising and, and and Level. Yeah. The fact that we actually beat beat Diesel was uh, just a bit of a bonus, really, to be fair. But as I said on our on our show, and said to Ryan that when I watched um, Diesel, they didn't they, they didn't look their, their normal selves. Um, they they have... was pretty slow. Yeah, they haven't really made that much headway this or last year um and you can kind of look back at like the latin saints really you can throw a load of money and bring the best players onto one team but it doesn't mean they're going to get results um and i think it, uh, you have to have chemistry on the team yes you had sort of the likes of like mouse and jrab who have been playing together for a, a few years now especially on like impact and that lot, they were always the one, two punch down the snake sort of thing, but yeah, they're not going to be able to carry the team. You know, you, you have to have that chemistry across the board to be able to win. Uh, exactly. Man. I just thought, I just think you're dead right. And I just think that, um, you know, when you're used to, when you're used to, to winning and like in that, in that top three, then you have a team that's uh, starting out um, and you're not doing that. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to take, and you lose a bit of faith uh, in the team. Yeah. So you don't you don't play your your normal game. Like I say, I've never <clears> seen Mouse when we played against him. He just he just sat there. He didn't really go forward too much. He just sat there all the time, and it was just really yeah. really just to tell by their body language they weren't going to be working moving. Where if he's got played with very, plenty of confidence, he'd be like running down that <laughs> running down the snake. I exactly like Beautiful. I've seen him so many times, like through Impact days and even before that. Where he would go snake off break and he's on their side pretty yeah, much. Yeah, a million fucking miles an hour as well. Yeah, yeah, like any and he's good with his gunfighting, he's good with every other thing. And you're like, how do we stop this guy? You know, he's a he's an absolute unit for a start. But yeah, 
when he when he's in the snake one, he's not doing anything. He's just shooting across field because you can't really trust the guys behind him to protect him to do hit what he does best. It That's shows, right. exactly. yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know. But yeah. we sort of digress because we've kind of skipped a lot of your history. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's sorry. fine. That's fine. Um, you said you you mentioned aftershock. Yes, aftershock. Yeah. So, basically, well, this is a bit of a funny one because uh, I was playing for Tigers at that event at Cup. Oh, I think I might have heard of, heard this story. Yeah, I think I might have for a lot of Tigers, a lot of the Tigers players. So basically, <laughs> right, we was. Um, was it the last game of the prelim? I actually, well, before the last game, I actually, had, had, I think it's my, I've done my ankle, twisted slightly. So I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do, right? I said, I won't play the last game. I said, let someone else play the last game. No problem, that's fine. And then we played the last game. And then, well, that was uh, some guy, a guy from Aftershock called Heavy D, he had actually dislocated his, his, his shoulder, I think it was. And Pete Robinson said to me, he said, Twist, Twist, are you, uh, are you playing? I said, well, we just, we just played our last game against um, against whoever it was playing with the Tigers. He goes, do you fancy playing for us in the uh, for for a few games? We got we've got two more games and we go go again, two more games in the prelims. Then uh, if you get through semi-finals and finals, okay, yeah, well, why not? I'll I'll play. And uh, I said, I've got a bit of a dodgy ankle, but I just said, that's all. Right. Just play, just play at the back, and then you can just uh, be um, Mikey Bruno's back man. Fine, you know, if I sort of go from there to there and just shoot paint. Um, so that's how that happened pretty much. That's how I got on the alpha shot. Nothing fantastic. Not, oh, Twist is the best player in the world. I'll tell you what, Twist, <laughs> flying over and uh, and playing for us. No, none of, none of that. No, so it is a bit of a sore subject because obviously when I look back on it, I was a bit of a <laughs> some sort of doing that, but I still maintain that I just thought we, we couldn't qualify, couldn't qualify. I just started twisting my ankles. I thought, what's the point? Let someone else play in my point for the last game with Tigers. Being a bit nasty, but I didn't actually say Tigers for Tigers. I've just been asked to play for an shot and play for them. I did play for them. Um, so that's how that came about. My first game for Aftershock, though, I la- lasted about uh, 30 seconds. This is why Twiz is your new back man. And then I broke out um, to the snake corner, like I normally do. Snake corner, come out, bang, straight on the goggles. Mikey, you lost your back play. You lost your back player. I thought, oh god, it's great. First first game and uh, I end up getting getting shot out. Uh, in the <laughs> so 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 yeah. And uh, after that, um, we pretty much won won all the games. Went into the semi finals, won them games, and then um, it was quite surreal. Obviously, having those guys, you know, Mikey, Bruno, Todd Evanson, um I can't think of us. Pete Robinson played a guy, guy from um, um, I can't think of the, the, um, Fabrice Hambone was playing as well. Said so like me, Fabrice Hambone, and uh, Pete Robinson, few few English guy, a few European guys playing for him. And there was uh, not just about me, but it was one game where Pete Robinson against all Americans. Uh, what happened was uh, the all Americans thought they they'd uh, shot all the aftershock guys out. They hadn't. Pete Robinson was like uh, was uh, hiding somewhere in, in one of the Doritos, just waiting for, just watching for him. And they, one of them grabbed the flag on his way back, waving the flag to the crowd. And he come up, and shot both of them, um, got the flag, and then hung it. So that was oh uh, wow, that was, uh, <laughs> that was that that was pretty cool. And then on the last the last game, um, which we had to win, 
um, Mikey Brunner was banned on the game of format because pretty much said, right, what we're going to do is we're going to cause some havoc. Um, we're going to like say, um, this guy's this 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 guy's going to do, do something or other. I don't know what it was. Cause a bit of grief. Then like um, Mikey Brunner could go on the other side and ran down the other side and grabbed the flag and bring it back. And that's what happened. There was a lot of lot of commotion, a lot of like shouting, effing this and effing that. And one of them was swearing. He ran down, grabbed the flag and come back. Uh, and <laughs> uh, and hang it. This was Supair as well, by the way. Supair. Um, <laughs> well, the flag. So, but for doing that, he actually got banned for doing that. Oh. Um, I know, yeah, I know, but the, the game, the game was class as us was winning, but they still banned him for doing that, all right, for causing swearing and that sort of shit. So, uh, our last game, uh, with one player down, we shot the player on the break, and there was about a minute and a half to go. We had to win this game. Uh, and then I come into my forte was like literally um, someone actually I was running for the middle someone had shot me here but it bounced I looked down it bounced he thought I, I shot me he, he looked the other way ended up shooting him two more players running for flags see the back corner guy shot him out grabbed the flag run back and then there's those they had like, you had like um, two supports and like two banners and yeah where the gap was, they like their heads were like these alpha shot guys were like, and then, come on, come on. And uh, I managed to hung the flag with about uh, two seconds left. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> all the other shot players jumping on top of me and it was in the magazine, twiz, come of come of the man, come of the hour, that sort of scenario, which That's I've still cool. got in my in my in my scrapbook. So That's uh, cool. yeah. That's mega. So even though um I won the World Cup, it was still a bit of a shit to do what I did I suppose looking back on things? Um, I shouldn't have done it really, mate. So, so yeah, it's the game. Well, it's one of those, you know? yeah, it's, it's <laughs> one of those things that, like, how many opportunities you're going to get to play for like a legendary or uh, legendary organization like, like Aftershock, and especially now, like, Todd Adamson has brought Shock back. Um, yeah. there's been a lot of hype around them. Obviously, we get to see how they're going to do in not this weekend, coming the following oh, weekend. My God. Yeah, not even long. It, right, like, yeah, literally yeah. The, the the season's creeping up fast um you know so how many opportunities would you have got do you do you reckon like i although yes it, it's kind of a bit like mm, should you have done it but like yeah but in hindsight in hindsight surely you've done that every single time yeah i like yeah, if, if, if i was on the field at that time and you got the opportunity i would have been like all right yeah okay maybe you could have come and spoke to us about it a little bit but Fair yeah. play, like go and do it. Um, I mean, it's traffic, obviously, especially like for like, like, like the final, final when people suddenly realized that I was playing. I like was shouting, saying, Twist, Twist, what are you doing? Twist, what are you doing? Because I obviously had like these um black trousers with like mayhem down the down the side. Then I realized in the stands that obviously it was me, and I was shouting, Twist, what are you doing? I was just ignoring it, thinking, Don't look around, don't turn around, don't turn around. <laughs> Just, uh, just, just, uh, just, just, uh, just play the games, which is what I, what I did. But I did take a lot of, a lot of stick uh, for, for, for doing that from the, for, for the players. I thought it was, thought your ankle was you couldn't, couldn't walk. And I didn't say I couldn't walk. I just said I've twisted my ankle. So I've one more game to play. So I tell you, what, rather than me playing, I'll let someone else play the last game. We can't get through anyway. It's pretty pointless. Yeah. So that's how that came about. So yeah, but I still, to this day, is still a little bit sheepish about, about what I. What I don't know what you're saying about. Oh yeah, they will. Everyone would do it, but I did it and have got a bit of regret for for, for doing that for because my team were the Tigers and I've pretty much 
turn around to them and said, oh, I'm not playing, and then play up for someone else for someone else without telling them. So so yeah, so now the whole world knows or will know <laughs> what I what I what I done. So yeah, it's cool. I had a, I've I so I had a, I had a, a message from because uh Renick Miller wasn't there, he messaged me about a week later saying like thanks very much indeed for doing what he's done for us and, and that. So yeah, it was quite quite nice. And obviously even now I reckon I was involved. Their, their, their website shut down now for some strange reason, but there was like, and they got all their uh, players that have played for them on there. And my name was on there as well, which is quite, which is quite cool. That's oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah, but it's did, like, did you? It, it's, something, it's kind of like the domain has now been, I don't know, ceased or something. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a tech, technical person, but if you go on alphashock.com or go on the Facebook page for Alphashock, click their Facebook, uh, their, their website page. It's just not there anymore. It's gone. Hmm. Strange, but yeah, that's a bit weird. Did you get to keep a jersey or anything from from that? Yes, I have got the jersey. I have got so I will dig it out. It's somewhere, mate. Yeah, it's somewhere. I actually had two of the jerseys. <laughs> I had two of the jerseys. I'll give one to uh, to to Darren uh, to Darren Lane. Nice jerseys. So he's got one of them, and I've still got the other. I mean, I, I think I've still got uh, Billy Scrantz's one. Uh, I did. Well, I did wear Heavy D's one. I think I might have got Billy Scrantz's one, but I'll double check. But I've got one. <laughs> yes, I've got one. Because I was told that I'm going to try and get Todd, Todd on to um, Team Biscuit Show. Yeah. And uh, Tommy said to me, if you do that, make sure you're wearing your your uh, your Arthur Shot jersey. So did um did yeah. did you see Todd at World Cup? Yeah, I saw Todd World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We still we still we still chat, obviously. Yeah, you know. And uh, I say, as Mikey Bruno still messages me every now and again. So does Billy Skaransky messages me every now and again. So yeah, so see, that's, just, that's so surreal because. Um, I was actually talking. Who was I talking to at the weekend about this? I can't remember who I was talking to at the weekend, and I do apologise. But we we were talking about the pro players and saying like how one you've got ex pros and like legendary names talking to you like they're just your mates, which they are, um, and that's that's cool. But like to us, they're celebrities. Yeah, yeah. I know they yeah. don't see it that way, but like if if Marcelo like just slid into my DMs and started messaging me about something, I'd be like a bit starstruck, you know. Um, and then just walking around Cup, obviously I've met the likes of um, like J Rab and play- people like that before at Basildon, but it's still like they're celebrities and they're like you know, they walk past you, and you're like oh my god that's yeah oh my god that's, <laughs> oh my god, that's... <laughs> and you're like I need to get an autograph. And you feel bad because you're like you're seeing them. And you're like, I don't want to ask them because you know they're probably busy. And then you just go up to them and you go, "Can I get an autograph?" And they're like, "Yeah, no worries, man." Like, <laughs> and they start talking to you, and you're like, That's oh, right. "Yeah, yeah." I, I, I'm sorry if I've held you up, and they're like, "No, it was, it's cool." Like, <laughs> yeah, but, I, I, I don't think, I don't think they, I don't think they actually seem to have the superstars. But, but yeah, but carry on, mate. So carry on, carry on. But it's like you look at all like the American players that see them day in or like weekend, week out and they're not bothered by them. But for us, <laughs> we're, we're, we're fangirling over these, these uh, like the idols of people that we, we look up to and want to play like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, it's just a weird world, but it's crazy. It is. It's so like, I, I really want to go back to world cup this, this year. I'm going to try my best to get out there. Um, and yeah, I really hope that it's just yeah, it's just crazy. Listen and for to me, you listen, to... To me, listen to me. If if Henry's going, you're going. So, you're going to be well, missing yeah, out. If, if Henry goes, then I have to go. There's no excuse. So I'm going to have to. Uh, 
I, I, I've got I've got to go. So. <laughs> okay, well, Henry, Henry, you're definitely going, are you? Hundred percent going. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I've got holiday books and stuff. There is, and I'm going. Excellent, excellent. Right, it's good. It's good. It's cool. Do all this year. Do now is get James. You know, yeah, I'll make, I'll break, I'll break his arm or something. I'll just do a. I'll show, I'll show, inject him or something. Say, right, so knock him out and put him on the plane. There you go. You come. Hope he likes (laughs) Rufy. What, what is actually? Obviously, we just spoke about aftershock and then coming back. What's um? Are you excited to watch them? Are you excited to see what they're going to be able to do this year? Or, oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, Todd Todd did message me to say that he was going to actually let me know who, who the players are um, that's playing that's coming over to Europe. Got it, and I said, oh, of course, yeah, they're putting a European team in, aren't they? That's correct. Yeah, I did say to him. I said, if you want any, any help, I can help you with anything if you want. He said, no, I will appreciate it because I will need your help for a few things. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, so um, we'll see. He hasn't come back to me yet, but obviously he's a busy man, isn't he? He's got like so many teams going at the moment. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. like an empire. Mm-hmm. That's right. Why he's why he's doing? I don't know what he's doing. I think he's maybe like trying to stretch himself a little bit too far. Myself personally, but you know, uh, who who am I to tell him what to do? Really, to be to be fair. So yeah, well, I know he's pretty successful. Him and his his wife Tammy like do quite a lot, don't they, for for paintball? I know she's kind of runs the Femme Fatales, yeah. um, and that's a great organisation for a start. Like you, you know, you got some great um, female players in that, and the talent's getting better and better every year. Um, but yeah, that's that's mad. Like they they are doing a lot. It's good to see, though. I think it's what paintball needs, and I know he's reached out to a lot of outside sponsors hasn't he to sort of um build the brand a bit that's right yeah well i i we had ryan gray on the show the other day he did say that um he's sold a few businesses so um oh right okay that's where he's probably got he's got his money from um so yeah i'm not sure i thought he's had one business bob has got or did have did have multitude of uh of uh businesses Many fingers so, and many pies, as they say. Exactly, right. I know, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. But no, but, um, <laughs> fair play to maybe he's done that, and you know, then that's fine. You know, if you also put put money into into, into paintball, that's, that's, well, that's that can be a good thing, can't it? That's the thing. It all comes back down to passion. You know, this the, Todd is obviously very passionate for the game. Um, is very happy to put the money into the game to try and yeah. boost it, and um, this year does seem to be. It's already on the cards for being a bigger year than it was last year. You know, um, you look at Vegas this year. Vegas is back for a start. Oh, and the party as well. Then they've got the party going yeah. on and the award show. Like that's amazing. And then I'm really got, hoping um, there's some like funny videos from that. Like I, I hope oh, someone's going to jump in the pool or whatever. Like there's something. Pool. Well, there's actual. Uh, they put a statement out saying that nobody's allowed to jump in the pool. Um, <laughs> that's just telling they, you to jump in the pool. They <laughs> they stressed it. They stressed it. They they said that please, 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 nobody like make a fool of anyone at this awards because otherwise it won't happen again. So I think everyone's got to be on their best behaviour. But they've got um, they've got some like I think they have got some world class DJs. S and C I think is DJ in it. Um, I know HK Army were in talks. I don't know whether they were in talks with Steve Aoki, but they have links with Steve Aoki. Another like world class DJ who's done like stuff with um with them. So it's good it's gonna be big. And that's just at the start of the year. 
That's right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, um, like, so I mean, again, uh, fair praise to Tom Cole um, for what yeah. he's been doing for uh, for paintball. You know, again, his 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 passion is immense as well. So you know, the, the hard work that he does. You think he doesn't do what's he do? Not a lot, but he does a lot. Trust me. No, he does loads. Oh, he, he he does loads. And and the thing with Tom Cole is like he kind of puts his money where his mouth is. If he, yeah, if yeah. he try if he wants to try something, he tries it. And if it doesn't work, then he either finds another way of trying to make it work or make it better, or he just goes, "All right, that didn't work. Let's try oh, something the, different." The Hertz thing, the Hertz sponsorship, that was really cool. That's crazy. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder how that's going to work. Like details of that, but that's pretty amazing. Have you, you seen that twiz? Yeah, they did say something about it was uh, well, Ryan did say that Tom Everson had a lot to do with that. Oh, um, well, yeah. So, uh, but I know I will actually message Tom later on. Uh, sorry, um, Todd, and see what uh, what the what the crack is for that. Yeah, and see what, no, what, he, what he has to say. It's good because obviously, like that's that's a big outside sponsor coming in, and I think there's like a t- I think it's a two year deal or something like that. Yeah, two year two deal. Year sponsorship yeah, deal. Yep. Yeah. Um, for that, and then obviously they brought in um insurances last year for players. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the company that they used. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like the likes of Go Sports changed their um graphics up last year to show which way players are like looking, and um, yeah. they I think they toned down the jargon a little bit. Like Matty and that lot toned down the jargon, so it was a bit more universal. So people who don't watch it that much or haven't watched paintball were able to sort of vaguely understand how the game was being played and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, you you've kind of seen paintball through many different iterations, really. Like, how what's what's your take on modern paintball? Well, the first thing is right. Way I see it is that they try to get over a number of years, try to get paintball on TV to be more, you know, to, to get more people into it. And I have brought people down to watch major events. They first say, but oh, it looks really good for the first half an hour. Then I've not tried to say to them what's going on. They say, I can't quite work out what's actually going on because no one actually, no one there is like tells them what's going on, what's actually happening. So you just think, well, just these guys behind his barricade just doing what are they doing so I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to get the other end and then so it's hard to explain to them and watching it on tv is what it's even it's even worse for them but what's going on so they're just like sitting there doing not a lot which goes back to what we're saying about trying to make the game a little bit a little bit more faster yeah you know i think that might that might actually help from just people just sitting there doing doing not a lot but um say so it's not a hard one isn't it it's like saying like people say about football players you know, were the, the players that played in the in the sixties? How would they compete with people playing with football footballers now? It's just so it's just so advanced, isn't it? You know, I think I I played um, pro for about ten years. Okay, now if I was back at twenty again, I would not be playing pro paintball because obviously I'm just not I'm just not not good enough. I know I know I wouldn't be good enough at the, at the time. So it's hard to say what is. I I enjoy modern paint was great. 100% great, you know, and I I wish I was um, 20, 30 years younger, maybe 40 years younger, um, <laughs> to be able to play uh, competitively at a high level, you know. I, I do I do try, you know, people said to me before, like, oh, Twitch, what are you playing Division 2 for? You should be playing higher than that. Well, at nearly 60, where should I be playing? 
well, play elite. Yeah, right, okay, yeah. I can get to the back centre, all right, but he's trying to get from the back centre to, to, to the next one. So I can't <laughs> do it, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, no, listen, mate, it's, it's great to watch. You, you guys are now athletes. So to watch athletes play is, is great, isn't it? It's great, you know, just for me to wish I was you guys, it's telling you something. That, you know, watching you guys is like, it's brilliant playing at the high level. So, uh, yeah, I think modern, the modern paintball is great, isn't it? You just social media on social media, you're on webcasts, you you got all that, which yeah. we didn't have. All we have was like a still, I got, as a, as a photograph of me at World Cup in 93, in my, in my, my tiger stripe, I mean, my auto mag, just literally just laying there. It's just, there's no like video of me, just like a photograph of me there. Because <laughs> uh, World Cup was about half, half an hour games back in those days. And I remember that picture. I remember I was laying there for about 15 minutes and then the game over call was, was, was called. I stood up and there was about eight guys about 10 foot away from me. One over there, one over there, one over there. I had no, didn't have a clue. They were there even. It was so, so thick, you know. That's, um, that's, you know <laughs> so, but but so playing playing um, uh, modern paintball is, I would say, definitely uh, an improvement to what we, was, what we was playing, to be fair. You know, it's 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 hard to quite just quite say um, it's on the same par because it isn't on the same par. Guns are different, you know. The air is yeah. different. All that's different. So, but to watch you guys now, it's I think it's just a, a blessing that I'm still able to go and watch the guys play and watch it on webcasts. You know, all that sort of scenario. When I retire in ten years' time, my feet up and my slippers on, <laughs> still able to watch paintball. That's a great thing, isn't it? It's great. You're never gonna retire, mate. You're still gonna be there. Well into your hundred and fifties, because you're probably oh, yes. going to outlive oh, yeah. all of us. Like, <laughs> you're probably right. going to outlive all of us, and you're still going to be there with all the new players coming up, and you're still going to be telling them <laughs> how the to write the world with paintball. The thing is, mate, is that um, it's like when I think about it now, like the amount of people that have that I've seen grow up, you know, and uh, and, and and have left. Because don't forget, I mean, back in back in the day, you you didn't play. Like, I I think that uh, we are getting kids to play a little bit too early um, to play yeah. paint because like um, I just feel that they haven't actually lived their life yet because they spend all their money on paintball mm-hmm. and I think you should be able to maybe from like start playing about properly you know, like professionally about 21, 22 not you know earlier than that I think I just think it's just too early just like uh, not waste their life it's probably the wrong way of saying it but you know like when we when we had like uh, ECI years ago when I was playing for ECI, we had like uh, two guys that were for two years give up um, going out down the pub, going to nightclubs with their mates, you know, meeting a girl and you know doing the uh, shagging, should I say, right? You know, <laughs> and uh, after two years, I said, "Look, say so like Dave Twizzler, sorry, but we're now going to give up playing because we've you know we've like said no to our mates. We've committed to playing paint for two years." hard every week pretty much and we feel now we just got we're not we're missing out on too much in life and they give up never played again you know to uh and uh, so that's what i'm saying about somebody can be played starting too early to i think play. it could sort of cause a bit of burnout quite early yeah yeah it's like that's right yeah i think so yeah personally yeah yeah do you do you need to shoot yeah football's it's five two mate so so yeah, yeah. so um what what we do to is is we will do a part two So, to be continued.